WKDW 97.5 FM, Northport Real Community Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pets Teach Us So Much Radio. Everett and Everett here. I'm Robin Everett. And I'm Joseph Everett. We are animal advocates, pet lifestyle experts, and pet trendologists, bringing you the best pet news and tips. Today on our show, we have live guests in the studio audience, two-legged and four-legged, from the Suncoast Humane Society, Society Eva Marie. Now, pronounce your last name for me. Educanus. Now, you can't fault me for that one. And Jorge Fiata, is that correct? Yeah, yes. Fiata. And also, we have Hunter, an adorable little four-month-old. Hunter is so cute. American Pitbull. I'm going to take Hunter around. Hunter, come here. Show everyone. Say hi, Hunter. Come here. Hey, Hunter. Oh, what a good boy. And for those of you listening on the radio, you can check out our Facebook page and see uh, Hunter. We're also going to tweet out beautiful hunter so uh you can take a look he's looking for a forever home we'd uh, love to get him adopted if we can also we have superstar olivia barish who has now created barkville tv you may know her from hollywood stage and music so we're very excited that we will be talking to her as well joseph plus we have interesting animal news from around the world now, if you think your little fur baby is sick, realize that a show is for informational purposes only. Get professional veterinary help immediately if your little fur baby is experiencing any type of illness or symptoms. That's a very good reminder, Joseph, because you need to take your pet to the vet if he or she is sick. Don't rely on our information in place of veterinary care. Thanks for the reminder. Now, today we have tons of information for dog lovers and for cat lovers and for... Turtle lovers. We do have a turtle story, Joseph, so that is very appropriate. We could talk about the turtle that was on the grass that turned out not to be a turtle in our backyard. Oh, that's a different story, but we could share that as well. So if you guys are into Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, find us at TBPCTV. We have a groovy group on Facebook, and we also have our uh, like us on our uh, TPPC Pets Teach Us So Much page. We'd appreciate it. Comment on the show or on our page, like Robin said. We would love to hear from you. And if you have news or you'd like to be on our show, send an inquiry to info at tppc.tv. Now, Joseph, do you know what time it is? Don't tell me, true or poo? It's time for true or poo, the game that everybody loves from around the world. This is where we ask our wonderful studio audience and you guys at home if the facts we are reading is in fact, are they in fact true or poo? Now, people in Facebook Live, I'm just waving our producer up because our producer plays in this game. And we want you guys to play too. So, so let's see if you guys are any. Drew, you know true or poo, right, Drew? Uh, Drew, this is way back. <laughs> so, he's excited. He's, he's so, his nails. here we go. <laughs> true or poo? This is all about cats and cat allergies. Dust and pollen. Uh, no, stop sneezing. Dust and pollen on a cat's coat rather than the cat's dander is what people are allergic to. True. True. I go with the experts, true. So everybody's saying true. No, you didn't ask me. Oh. I'm going negative, Central. <laughs> Return all units. You are correct, Joseph. It's the spit. 
You are correct. The saliva, excuse yeah. me. And that, so that's the technical term. <laughs> <Yeah>. Spit. <laughs> the the spitballs. Well, actually, you're correct, Joseph. It's the protein known in the saliva uh, as FELD1. It's also uh, urine. Cat urine is what uh, causes allergies as well. Uh, it's not actually the dust and pollen that's yes. on their uh, fur. <sighs> Finally, I got one right. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Now, here's the next question. <laughs> the pressure's on. I feel the pressure in the studio. There are no studies to support that there are breeds of cat uh, cats that are, in fact, hypoallergenic. True or poo? Poo. Poo. There are breeds of cats that are not. There are no studies that to support that cats are hypoallergenic. So if you say poo, you're saying that there are cats that are in fact hypoallergenic. I, I better take me out of this one because I think we met. I think we met a cat. It's true. Okay. Yeah. So. What kind was that? What was that? Mancoon cat? What was that cat? No, those main. No, oh, it was the big one, all the fur. That's yeah, it's a big yeah. one. It was I something. Read, I met a cat somewhere. I that there was studies. That there were st- yeah, okay. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, there. Hold on, Drew says poo. We got to we got to pay attention to Drew our audience. Now is Drew is saying poo. Drew is saying poo, but I don't know. If, uh, okay, here we go. Because well, this is kind of a confusing question the way it's phrased. I'll give you that one, but in fact, it is true that there are no studies to support oh. that there are any hypoallergenic cats. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. Really. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about that. We will use that as our next question. Are there some breeds, true or poo, that are known to produce less dander? True or poo? There are some breeds. That one was true. 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 Yeah. True. It's a gimme. You are welcome. There are some breeds that are known to produce less dander. They include the Bengal, the Burmese, Rex, Russian Blue, Siamese. Rex is what we meant. The Rex cat. The Cornish Rex. The Cornish Rex. Yeah. That was the hat. Um, The Siberian and the Sphinx. Yeah. Oh, and the Sphinx. They're the ones that don't have any fur at all. They're the little... It was the Rex and the Sphinx that we met. And one of the... uh... So a couple more uh, questions for you. It's true or poo that the cat's hair and gender determine if, in fact, they, you're going to be very allergic to them. So that cat's hair, the length of the hair, and the gender. I kind of agree with the length, the length of the hair, but I don't know about the gender. So I'm going to go true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 true. Joey. Joe's on poo. Joe's on poo. I abstain on that. All right. Well, in fact, it is true that the um, sex of the cat can determine um, how allergic you may be to the cat and the length of the hair because that dander is going to stay in longer hair as opposed to shorter hair. He's such a good doggy. He's he's waiting for his treats. He is a good doggy, Joseph. He's going home. (laughs) (laughs) Or he's saying, he's coming home, he's coming home. Um, and then let's just hit a couple more facts. Allergies, in fact, may manifest in different ways in different people. 
Some people can get hives. Some will get asthma symptoms. Some will get watery eyes, nasal congestion, um, and itchy eyes as well. So um, it it is true or poo. I'm gonna pull myself away from that, from being in uh, being a medic and stuff like that. What do you mean? I know the answer. <laughs> oh. It's a given for me. So you're saying just yes, you've seen it. Yeah. Okay, well, now that you've told everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's true. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Joe. Sorry. Great job. (laughs) (laughs) Team effort on that one. No, we treated people like that. Yeah, I mean, and tell everybody what you did when you pulled the cat out of a building. Oh, I had to keep my mask on. I am very allergic to cats. So anytime I was with a guy, I pull, I stuff the cat in my coat, and we continue on looking for people and wherever we find. And I come out with the cat, and I had to keep the mask on, and I had to have the guys come over to take the cat out because if I took the mask off, I had to lay down and treat myself. <laughs> <laughs> so that that about sums it up. That gives us a good uh, view from thirty thousand feet. Uh, yes. What it's like to be. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thanks for. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> they're laughing at Joe you Joe with the online. cat. Of course. <laughs> Who knows the story, man? Who knows the story? (laughs) Yeah, many times. So this is a late-breaking story we want to talk about. This um, is less than 24 hours old. We have been... Breaking news. This is from the internets, as oh, they okay. say. But we're at in from the internet. What town, city, is there? This place? is a story about UNT, University of North Texas. Okay. You see, we have been reading so many stories about um, therapy dogs lately and therapy animals. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Eva was saying there are whole teams of therapy dogs that they have at Sunk Coast Humane Society. That's cool. Here's the issue with this particular dog at the University of North Texas, Tawang Throngkampola, who served in the Navy for 12 years and survived three IED blasts and three traumatic brain injuries, is, and he's pursuing a psychology degree at UNT. He has his service dog, his doggy stays with him by his side, and the dog reminds him to take his anti-seizure medication and keeps him calm. Recently, though, the university sent a letter saying that his dog is no longer welcome on campus or in his dorm because the, the dog is a direct threat to the campus community. Now, did it show any hold aggression? Hold on, let me. This was I my that debris, was debris. Well, hold on. Here's here's <laughs> uh, you, you. I know so that's what everybody we wants to say. politically correct no, no, again, or here's what happened. I freaked out when I read that first paragraph. This is gonna be like, a last ready, This is gonna be a last Facebook live. Why is that? Because. Everybody that's on the other side of the line is going to say... They're not going to want to listen. They're going to turn off. (laughs) They're going to be like, I hate these people. Um, So here's the thing. The university cited complaints, including that the dog barked. Okay, you can't really do anything about that. Dogs do bark. They She she lunged at students and staff and unfortunately bit the Office of Disability Accommodation Director on his hand and his heels. Did he have a safety pin on? Oh. You had to go there. Disregard. I'll edit it out. No, go ahead. Just say it. Just finish your thought. You know, I'm not picking on the kids today. I'm not picking on, you know, every generation that comes up, they have something to say because they said it about our generation and all the years. And I remember my dad saying, you're listening to who? Ozzy who? Who is this? You know, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? But 
I don't think we were that wimpy. I'm going to say it. So what Joe is referring to is the safety pins and the cry-ins that are on college campuses now after the election. I mean, if I went out in the street and did that, my father would have kicked the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And even if my father wasn't there, another father in the neighborhood or someone else would have beat the crap out of us. uh, And God forbid I came home that a neighbor freaking had to... Discipline me, then I knew I was going to get it again. Now, here's the thing: as we say every week, there is no sugarcoating here at Pets Teach Us so much. So, so the story that I read yesterday, just back to the safety pin issue, is I think if you, the president that you voted for, didn't get elected, you shouldn't cancel classes, have the um, university make you hot chocolate. Hold on, hold on. Make you hot chocolate. And hug give group you, and hug give groups. Give you Play-Doh to play with. Coloring books. True story. And Kleenexes and you all and have a group big group hug. Group hugs, hug. yeah. Um, as most of the comments that we read on I got to get this out. I didn't vote for the last president twice. But I didn't go out in the street. I didn't see anything. I supported him. I tr- you know, tried to support him anyway. Whoever is Whoever's elected. in there. We all don't get it our way. And that's right. what this group of the, this new group has to understand. It doesn't go your way so, all the time. So here's and the you thing. know what? I was in baseball. And I you know I never got a trophy. Football, obviously, look at the size of me. But I love baseball more trophy. than football. <laughs> football was trophy. yeah, football was natural for me. Mm-hmm. You know, if I go out, you just got to okay, go out there and knock those. You know, <laughs> all right, baseball is what I like, but I wasn't good enough to get a trophy. But did I cry? Did I do anything? Did I go out? <laughs> did I put my safety pin on my collar because I didn't get my trophy? Yeah, you're going to get a paper clip you know? today. Well, the point is that... And you know what? If you're going to turn us off, turn us off. Because we are... Anybody that knows our radio station, all the stations we are, and we were doing television, you know where you don't sugarcoat. We're going to give you an honest answer. I think and Drew is crying right now. want to listen to us, crying, what I used to say to you laughing. guys, you were a mouse click away, now you're yeah. a radio knob away. There, Okay, so how do you follow up that conversation? Actually, you're both. You're a mouse click in a radio and a no, because you can listen to so, us on both ways. No, but here's the thing. So I've totally derailed the conversation. <laughs> but And I'm not going to edit it out either. Yeah. Nobody would have expected Mr. I don't have sugar dripping from my tongue to edit that All right, out. I'm off my, my soapbox. Thank you. But diaphoretic now. This <laughs> the dog. She, she yeah, let's go back to the bit, okay. Thank you, Jorge. Thank you. Thank you for keeping. Thank you for keeping us on story track. What are you doing next Wednesday? So, so, so what happened was, unfortunately, the person that she bit was the Office of Disability Accommodation Director, and two professors said that the dog startled students and disrupted classes. So, here's the good news. What happened was the trainer came out and is trying to help work okay. with the dog okay. and um, this gentleman, Tawan. I do feel bad that the dog did bite someone. And I don't, you know, if they want to inflict harm to us, I won't stoop to their level and do that back to them. So, I'm not wishing that the dog bit them. But I tell you what, you're not going to come up to attack me and think I'm not going to do something to you. Well, That you better understand. He said... Um, that people need to understand that if the if people get too close to him, he was protecting his his protecting his mom, protecting his his his, his listen, mom. Exactly. Listen to the bells, ladies and gentlemen. It's like oh. it's like magical. Somebody's, somebody's complaining. It's a, it's a message from. Yeah, heaven. complaining already. 
So, RJ's going to call us into the studio. You know, guys, you guys did good, but... Um, but I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have to go now. You have to. But there are um, three dozen service and comfort, which I think is pretty awesome. So it does sound like they're trying to work with everybody. I understand if the dog bit somebody, it gets tricky because now the university no, doesn't want to be liable. And again, out of, out of, without any humor, I don't wish any harm on anyone. No, of course. Even if they're not in my same political beliefs. And we know our show is really right down the middle. We don't go left or right. But I did have to comment because I've never in my life in all the years seen what I've been seeing lately. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to comment on that. As, as I think it's absolutely disgusting. As the, um, as the comment <laughs> where he's like, I'm with you, man. <laughs> I would like to say something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would you like to add, Jorge? I mean, uh, I see both sides. Uh-huh. You see, see both the sides. The people, they is going there, and the owner of the dog. Me, as the owner of the dog, I want to protect my dog no mm -hmm. matter what. So mm -hmm. I have to be sure that I train her and I show her the way she's supposed to be around people. So responsible so, dog ownership absolutely, is what you're saying absolutely. is important. So if she was trained in the beginning, mm -hmm. especially because she really needs the dog, He's, she really needs the dog, right. so she had to be sure you train the dog. 100% right. correct. Right. To try to avoid this kind of situation. He's 100% correct. Agreed. Thank you have you. to, you have to be you. a responsible owner yes. as well. And so uh, it is time now for us to bring on our first guest. We are chatting and having a good time here in the uh, studio. Olivia Barish began her work in the entertainment industry at the young age of five years old. During her early years of acting, singing, and dancing in classic mu musicals on stage in New York, Olivia starred as Baby June in Gypsy with Angela Lansbury. She was the first child actor to win the acclaimed New York Critics Award. Moving to Hollywood to expand her acting experience, Olivia's career took a new turn in television and feature films. One of her most memorable roles, the controversial character Sylvia in The Little House on the Prairie, propelled her to receive consideration for an Emmy Award nomination. That led to the female lead role of Layla in the cult film classic Repo Man. Olivia was then written into the hit TV series Fame. Evolving as an indie film actor, she worked with a range of Hollywood greats, including Robert Downey Jr. and Johnny Depp. Crossing over into a recording career as a signed composer, recording artist with Warner Chappelle Music, Farish performed her original music for motion pictures such as Oliver Stone's The Doors. Bringing together her diverse experience and talents to the other side of the camera, in 2013, Farish began directing, writing, and producing with Fallout Entertainment. She has directed music videos for bands such as Fishbone and her documentary feature film, Friends of the Viper Room. Olivia has been in production with Barkville TV for the last year with her new production company, Original Pixel Cowboys. Please join us in welcoming Olivia Barish. Hi, Hi Olivia. Olivia. How are you? Hi. Hi, I'm great. How are you guys? Excellent. So we see that you have an extensive background in the entertainment industry. Can you give us a couple of highlights? Highlights? Let's see. Well, uh, Repo Man was awfully fun. That was, that was kind of a turning point for me because I started doing feature films, and uh, that's what, in that 
era of time doing film, coming in from television was a really big, you know, it was a big deal. So that was an awesome experience. And I, I actually, my agents actually said I shouldn't do the film because they never heard of the production company. Oh, isn't that funny? <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's never going to go anywhere. And it turns out that that film was like kind of the thing that put me on the map. That and Little House on the Prairie, mm-hmm. um, which I played Sylvia in Little House on the Prairie, and my character was raped on the prairie. It was very controversial for Little House. Especially back then. Yes. I mean, it would be different if the story was now, but back then it was even wow. more controversial. Oh, yeah. It was it was a really big deal. And I remember T- TV Guide did an article on it. Like, it, it was, it, we got a lot of attention for that, epi- for those two episodes. It was just two episodes, but people remember me from that yep. show, which was so long-running, you know? Yep. Wow. So now you have a new venture. Tell us about Barkville TV. Well, Barkville TV is my pet project, <laughs> pun intended, and no pun intended, it really is, it truly is, like, I just, I started, I was, I was directing uh, music videos, and I was doing one for the band Fishbone at YouTube Studios, I got to shoot there, Ooh, and wow. I added a dog, this beautiful standard poodle, into the music video, because I saw him in a coffee house in Venice, and he was so gorgeous, and he had the same hairdo as the guitar player in the band, <laughs> and I thought it would be funny to put them next to each other in this Ferris wheel carriage, and it would get a laugh, and it turned out I wanted to make it funnier, so I dubbed the doggy's voice. I gave him treats to chew, we dubbed his voice, we had him talk, and everybody loved that part so much that I ended up building Barkville TV around him. I wanted to do a web series for him, and I built the channel around him. And that's kind of how it was born. And he's a rescue dog. And that all evolved into many rescue star in Barcelona. And it shows people how the value of rescue dogs can be beautiful, you know, and entertaining and smart and all of that. Olivia, all our dogs are rescue dogs. And uh, we wouldn't have it any other way. Matter of fact, in our studio today, we have a rescue dog. And I'm chomping at the bit. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, and all I keep saying, Olivia, is no, no. So anyway, Olivia, how do your fur babies inspire you? Wow, they they always inspire me. I mean, I see that I have my baby is my fur baby is Pippin, Pippin Papu. She is um, she's a little Chihuahua slash Italian Greyhound who dances in the dance video with Tutu on, and oh. she plays many roles. She's in Mad Mutts, which is up on the channel right now, and she plays different roles. They inspire me because they remind me of people. Like, I just love, I love watching them. I love, I love creating with them, and the things that we can do in After Effects is amazing, and I love dressing them up. When I was a kid, I always dressed up my cats and my dogs, and yeah. I mean, and, you know, and I don't do, and, and there's different in Barkville TV, some dogs aren't for being dressed up because they're not into it, you know? It's like we never make dogs do what they don't want to do. It's like, and it's That's all true. Kind of very spontaneous, too. That's true. Olivia, you know? I got to tell, tell you a story that I used to do with my wagon. I, of course, I became a firefighter. And as a kid, I loved, it, I, I must have been born that way. So I had my little doggy, and I used to take my little uh, raincoat, and my dog, my little mutt, used to love to wear the raincoat. And he'd the ride, firefighter he'd, raincoat? The firefighter, yeah. No, it wasn't a firefighter raincoat. It was, it was a, a yellow raincoat, raincoat but okay. looked like a firefighter's coat. I'd put the coat on and put a little helmet on it, and I'd go running down the street in, in my wagon going, woo, 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 and the dog would go, woo. <laughs> 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 
You see, this group doesn't think there's anything wrong no, with dressing up. Because we all did it when we were kids. Oh, yeah. That's you funny. Know, and I mean, I did, we, have, we have two episodes coming up called Poodle Day, part one and two. And that's a documentary on this incredible poodle parade up in Carmel, California that happens annually and the, a lot of people dress up their dogs and, that, and there's one woman she's like the dogs love it you can tell they love it and it's like we always crack up because not all dogs love it but you yeah. know the ones that do but if they don't love it they don't let you do it basically. it's yeah, true that's the truth. it's true the ones that do they really know they really they really get into it well, we uh-huh. think we think Barfield TV is awesome we watch yes. some of your yes. shows so tell people how they could watch you guys go to youtube.com forward slash TV, and please subscribe to the channel because the more subscribers we get, the more followers we get, we get the, the bigger reach that we have, and then we can start giving back to chosen rescue groups because we're going to be getting brand attention then and all of that stuff. And yes. so we're just growing the channel this year. That's this year and next. That's the whole deal. We have four months of content, and it's, you know, every week. And my aim is to make nine months of content. To get up there for nine months, we'll grow our audience and attract our brand and just, you know, keep on going. Excellent. So, yeah, YouTube, youtube.com slash Barkville TV, and there you are. Cool. So tell everybody about the different type of segments and what they could expect to see on the, uh, on the show. Okay, so there is one series, the one that we're talking about, just Dressing Up the Dogs, called Pop Culture. And Pop Culture are parodies of iconic films, television shows, and music videos. And the dogs basically portray people, and we dress them up in wigs and costumes, and we dub their voices, and they dance and sing, and it's awesome. <laughs> so that's one, that's one series. That's the comedy series. Then there's a more serious side of the channel called documentaries, and those are short documentaries on anything doggy. We cover um, different rescue groups, different companies, special dogs, like fashion model dogs. We have one coming up on a fashion model dog from New York City, um, all kinds of stuff. And then we have one more series right now called Doggy Treats, which are short, animated shorts, and they're kind of Monty Python-esque little shorts. And we have a lot more coming. We have a lot more. Um, we have a news uh, weekend pop date is coming up. And, uh, and and lots more where that came from. Cool. Excellent. So um, tell us uh, if you've been able to get some companies to part, partner with you and what do you hope that those uh, companies bring to the table for you? Well, we've just started. We just launched the channel a few weeks ago. So we're I'm just starting to look into that. And we would love to partner with brands that are cool and that are doing great things. And that they don't just have to do with dogs. I mean, they don't have to be the obvious dog foods or, or fashion or anything like that. They could also be companies that welcome dogs. There are car companies. There are airlines. There, you know, like yeah. so we're kind of going to reach out to a wide array of people, anywhere that we could do product placements or that we could actually do branded content, yeah. well, you know, or excellent. banners, um, anything like that, and, and cross-promotion. It's, yes. it's all about sure. collaboration. Yep. Uh, we couldn't agree more. We really couldn't. I think that's you're moving in the right direction. So, Olivia, what is your favorite episode and why? <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, I have two, <laughs> and they're not out yet. Okay. Uh, one, one 
is called Pulp Fiction. Oh. And that's our parody of Pulp Fiction. Cool. I can't wait to see yeah. that movie. We love that. It's pretty funny. I mean, it's just pretty great. It was one of the hardest ones to make. Uh, we were in the edit with it for quite a while because it had the most dialogue mm. out of any of the episodes. And having dogs talk for a while is not easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, some, there's some tricks to the trade, you know, like we... You know, they chew, and they only chew for so long because then they swallow their treats. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that was a little bit challenging, but we made it work, and it came out beautifully and hilariously. And then another one that's coming out that I believe we're launching New Year's Day is called Doggy Style, and it's a parody of Gangnam Style. Okay. Uh, the music video, the, the, the famed Korean music video, oh, yeah. and it's a whole <laughs> dancing one. That was really hard in production to get the doggies to dance, but we did it. That's cool. Good job. That's cool. Excellent. Well, listen, we wish you continued success, and we welcome you back anytime you want to get us, give us an update on what's going on with Barkville TV. Thanks so much for all you're doing for the dogs, and thanks so much for joining us today, Olivia Barish. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Take care. Bye, Olivia. Bye-bye. WKDW 97.5 FM Northport Real Community Radio. This is Pets Teaches So Much. You know, Joseph, we are broadcasting from the Common Grounds Meeting Hall, located at 12... Oh, this is a big number. I've already messed that up. 12737 Tamiani Trail, Northport, Florida. Thank you. If it's more than one... And it's at the Warm <laughs> Mineral Springs Turnoff. Now listen, here at this particular venue, this is a venue that's a marriage of the Irish meeting halls of Dublin with the New York coffee houses of the 1960s. At night, it's a small 50-seat intimate performance venue with a state-of-the-art sound system for acoustic musicians, poets, comedians, and performers. Expect great music from top-name touring and local talent, along with gourmet coffee and packaged snacks. During the day, Common Grounds is a meeting hall for a wide range of community and civic groups, as well as educational programs. So what you can do is uh, go on to ktwradio.com, check out the uh, venue and the upcoming shows. We'd love to have you stop by or rent the hall for your group. We really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. So um, our next guests are Eva Marie. Uh, Eva, say your last name again. Educanus. Educanus, because I would have slaughtered it yet again. Educanus. Oh, and you're all, oh, matter of fact, yeah, you come on. So, Eva is originally from Buffalo, New York, and moved to Northport, Florida in 2012. During that time, she's worked with various nonprofit organizations to create engaging and innovative marketing strategies to increase community awareness, program outreach, and donor support. She joined Suncoast Humane Society in April of 2016 as the events and development manager responsible for the organization's messaging and fundraising efforts. A lifelong animal lover, Eva's fur family includes her 15-year-old Jack Russell Terrier named Tara, sibling cats Pokey and Baby Blue, and a mischievous ferret named Loki. No, you were not getting a ferret. That was I love them. them. We also have Jorge Villada with us. He came to the US from Colombia when he was eighteen and settled on Long Island, New York. He moved to Florida after Hurricane Charlie with his family and worked for a company until 
2008. He began volunteering for SHS in November of 2008 and showed great prowess with our with their adorable adoptable dogs he continued to show competence and was offered a position in may of 2009 as an animal care specialist ensuring all the animals in the shelter have clean habitats and that they were all attended to properly he volunteered to learn everything at the shelter and did much research on his own time to hone his skills and gain more insight and knowledge about animals especially dogs now we can tell since he's been in here uh, with us, with Hunter, that he's doing a really good job. And we're very excited that you guys are with us. Thanks so much for joining us oh, today. Oh, to be here. Now, um, I don't know if there's any way. Do you want to turn the camera around and yeah, get a shot like, of Hunter again? Yes. Can we do, is that too hard to do? It's, no, I'm going to give it another try. Is it I'm going to see if I can get <laughs> Hunter a close-up here. Say hi, Hunter. Extreme Hunter. Yes, Hunter. There you go, Hunter. Yeah, it's a handsome child. There you go. <laughs> Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> so, uh, Hunter is available for adoption. Now, tell us why Suncoast Coast Humane Society is vital to our... Let's have you come out. I'm sure. Let's sit in between. Bear with us, folks, while we... Technical difficulties. Just People, get... hold on to your phone out here. Yeah, Don't get in. sick. Yes. Yeah, We're sorry trying to that. adjust you come here. Come on in. And scoot your chair over. There we go. Good job. There we go. Where are we're on Facebook Live? There you go. Okay. Now, um, tell us why Suncoast Humane is vital to our community. Well, um, in this particular community, uh, Suncoast Humane Society is um, one of, or is the only open admissions facility. Um, as a humane society, um, we do not discriminate on animals that we take in based on breed, based on species, size, temperament, health. Um, any animal in need is welcome at Suncoast Humane Society. And we service a 450 square mile um, radius around our facility in Englewood. So that's, that's a big... That's a large area. That's a lot of space. Oh, that's yes. big, it's, big uh, yeah. Yeah. It is a big Yes, a lot mm -hmm. of dogs and cats. Oh. It's a gigantic area. But to, for anyone local who, to give perspective, we service anything in Sarasota County south of the Sarasota city line, okay. um, all the way through Charlotte County, and then the Boca Grande section of the County as well. That's a very large area. It's huge. So it's sizable. And um, we are the Humane Society for that 450 square miles. Wow. wow. So what are the main services that you provide there? To the community, first and foremost, is pet rescue and adoption. Our goal is always to improve the quality of life of the animals that um, we are lucky enough to have entrusted to our care, and always to find them um, good forever homes as quickly as we can. So that's the number one service that we provide in the community. Um, as well as uh, we have a preventative health care clinic on site that offers mm -hmm. affordable services, um, whether it be vaccinations, microchipping, spay-neuter. Um, if you bring a new pet into your family, we can provide all of that for you right on site, and Excellent. it's very affordable. Um, we have humane education. We have expert speakers like our Jorge over here, who is our animal behavioralist now in the, um, at Suncoast Humane Society, that will go out in the community and be able to educate people, whether it be small children's groups, um, larger groups. And we also have, as you talked earlier, our pet therapy teams. Mm -hmm. And they are huge ambassadors for the Suncoast Humane Society. We right now have 52 teams um, that are paired up. That is a human along with their pet wow. um, who is certified in pet therapy. And they are like an army day in, day out. They visit the local like homeless shelters, yes. the really hospitals, nice. the nursing homes. Um, here in Northport, um, one of the libraries that we have our doggy readings program at, 
uh, is here at Northport. And what that is is teams of our pet therapy teams will go out and they're paired up with the children uh, who come in who may have difficulty reading or may not be so sure of themselves with public speaking. And they're able to practice those skills with an animal and get lots of loves and kisses afterwards. That's cute. I love now, the part. I have to go back. To, I love the part with public speaking and being able oh, to get yeah. the kids to understand. Because, you know, our generation, we didn't have the phones and the electronics and everything to, to share. If we needed to to text someone, we wrote a note and passed it in school, and uh-huh. hopefully the teacher wouldn't hopefully the teacher <laughs> wouldn't catch it and stop that from going through. Mm-hmm. And you know we were a little bit more you know vocal. And we were able to inter you know to interact and entertain each other. Right. And today's and again, I'm not picking on you youngsters, but you just can't do this all the time. And I'm nice to have a group that's going to help you to be able to express yourself mm-hmm. because that's going to get you a real good job. It really it's going to get you a real good job. Uh, and for yeah. those kids that are yeah. honing yes. those skills, it's confidence. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's a lot of benefits to yes, it. Yes, so it really is. Can't yes. say enough about our Make eye contact. Program. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Jorge. Now, if those of you heard a little growling in the background, that wasn't my stomach. I did have lunch. Jorge is being a champ entertaining Hunter, who's being a champ in... in entertaining me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure who's I mean, Hunter is adorable. So, um, once again, he is available for adoption. So, you Hold know... On. People, Hunter is is. Re- I'm not just saying this so he gets adopted. I actually am, but it's the truth. What a cute, well mannered, beautiful doggy. He's gonna be a nice brindle. Come on, people. Oh, he's a beautiful brindle. Stop mm-hmm. by and look at this gorgeous dog. I mean, tell everybody where you're located. You can actually come and visit Hunter or any of the dogs and cats and um, other critters that we have because we get a whole array. I think right Rabbits. now we have a couple bunnies. We have a parakeet. Rabbits. I think in house. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you never know. Before you go to the store, come see us first. But you can visit us at 6781 San Casa Drive in Englewood. Or you can go online and view any of our animals live at humane.org. Definitely. So when Joe said X store, he just meant please try to adopt before you shop. Yes. Is, 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 uh, is what we always say. I'm not, always. Knocking, I'm not knocking the stores, but we have so many little fur babies and wing babies and Feather yeah. babies, wing Feather babies. babies. And reptile babies and everything else out there that need a little home. They do. Cool. Where are we? Um, so, <laughs> so how many animals were adopted last year? Last year, we adopted out uh, and found homes for over 1,000. I think the number oh, was wow. like 1,150 plus wow. animals. Pause up. You guys rock. So it's it's an effort, and you know, it goes out to our staff, everything from our intake specialists who um, are able to welcome those animals when they're first brought to us, up to our adoption specialists that will come. And if you come in um, interested in adopting an animal, they will actually sit down, get to know you, get to know your lifestyle. A lot of times, people come in with one mindset of what they want, and um, by honing in on what their life is like and what their home life is like and their family and what they really want they're able to work with them to make sure they pair up the perfect pet with That's the perfect family. so important, um, and we're actually going to do a segment on that, what to consider before you adopt an animal, because a lot of people get stars in their eyes and they fixate mm-hmm. on, you know, you've seen it, Jorge, right? No new expectations. Yes. No new expectations. Yeah. I mean, and somebody's looking for a perfect pet that... You're never going to find with no track. work, low, low yes. expectations. Yeah. So, in other words, you're not going to walk out with the quintessential puppy with the bow on his neck, and he's going to, you know, sit in in the living room. Exactly. And people, mm-hmm. stop giving dogs for birthday presents, for Christmas presents, unless 
the family is ready for a pet. If you're mentally ready for a pet and you've been discussing it and talking about it, how you're going to handle that pet as a family together or if you're by yourself or if you're giving it to a loved one, make sure you discuss that ahead of time. Get the ground game in play first. Then it's okay to give it to them as a gift because they already discussed. Know who's going to have the responsibility of making sure this poor little fur baby doesn't end up in an adoptive uh, environment. That's a question that actually is fielded to us quite a bit. People coming in are questioning about giving animals as gifts. And it's not something that we, um, it's not something that we support if it's an unexpected gift. Exactly. Never. Because people are not prepared. Taking, you're taking a whole new life into your hands and into your care. You need to have your eyes dotted, your T's crossed to make sure you're ready to to make It's not fair to the pet. No. It really isn't. And you know, there are a lot of... If you want to do it for a human and give them back, that's fine. (laughs) I have no problem with that. You, know. you can give them away and bring them, put them back, whatever. I couldn't. I couldn't stop him if I tried. All right, I could not stop him if I wanted. You know, there's just no. Just, you know. I have family. I gave away. Put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> My father gave me away. So, <laughs> so um, two things. One is if you, if the listeners out there. People are laughing at you online, honey. The LOLs. If if you are involved with the rescue and you're listening to the show, and you're saying, "Well, that's you know, how do I get involved with getting media attention and coverage?" Um, shows like this show you how easy it is to reach out to your community radio station. And here, at pets teach us so much. Joe and I uh, started this show as a way to give back and as a way to support our community. Um, here with the generous support of WKDW. So um, there are people out there who are willing to help you. You just have to have somebody who's willing to deliver the message, yeah. like Diva and Jorge, and um, who can uh, who can uh, move your organization forward. So think about it, because we, we would like to help you guys, too. So... Um, Tell us, you know, I guess you get government money, or where do you get your money from? Uh, no. Any, uh, yeah, Jorge laughs. Yeah. <laughs> we get that question well, quite a bit. What is Please. that? Yeah. yeah, no. Um, as a local humane society, and this is true with any humane society, they are independent organizations. Um, we are 100, oh, thank you very much. We are 100% donor oh. funded. Our engineer, <laughs> our engineer already gave a donation. He's such a good guy. Oh, Joe thank Yoldi's you. Joe guy. Yay to Joe. Everybody Joe. out there. You know, the radio station needs help. It's a community radio. And we're always doing something to give back to our community. Everybody here is volunteers. We all put a lot of time in to bring the product to you, to give you a good show, and to help these organizations, and to, and to help the fur babies that can't speak for themselves. And we really appreciate anything and all that you can do for either. Most definitely. <laughs> so, so... You don't get what you're saying is you don't get any government money. We do not get any government funding. Um, all of our funding is through is donor supported. So that is through local communities, uh, members who donate independently, local businesses that support us, our adoption fees, um, and our three thrift stores. That is one source of income for us that allows us to be able to care for the animals that we do. Is people shop. If you can't donate directly, you can always go to our thrift stores. We have one in Venice, one in Englewood, and one in the Port Charlotte. Stores. Yeah, they are great stores. Are, we, we do go in there, stop there and quite support a bit. and yep. try to donate. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because so I look for toys. I look for little matchbox cars, <laughs> Hot Wheels cars. I fully really admit I go in there shopping and looking for So anybody wants to donate and help, stuff. donate your Hot Wheels cars, your trains, 
and your Matchbox cars to any of these places, I'll go buy them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And just remember the clinic, the vaccine clinic too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And our pre- yes, that. our preventative clinic. Um, one of the things that we do have on site at our adoption center and sta- or on San Casa in Englewood is a preventive health care clinic. And what that offers is affordable services for local pet owners. Um, you don't necessarily have to be in our service area. So this goes out to any of our supporters who are up in um, Sarasota or in Fort Myers or might be in our Arcadia um, in that area. But it, we offer everything, preventative care in terms of vaccinations, microchipping, um, oh. basic wellness care, spay and neuter at a very affordable cost. Our so, prevention. Now, can right. can someone bring their mm-hmm. own pet to your facility to have That's that done? This is for. This is this oh, for. I just want to make okay. sure. I just yeah, wasn't for. I misunderstood. Okay. Yep. Did so you hear that, people? You have to call the shelter and anytime make to an make an appointment. Make an appointment. Wednesdays and Fridays. Okay. Hori okay. just told us that you have to call the shelter and make an appointment for Wednesday and Fridays to have any of those services done for your pet. And if you do want to call to schedule an appointment, you can reach us at 941-474-7884. Uh, or you can also visit us online at humane.org, and that will give you all the information that you need in terms of our services and how to make an appointment. Excellent. So tell us about some of the upcoming events that you guys are hosting. Oh, we've got some fun ones coming up, most definitely. Um, We have right here in Port Charlotte on December 2nd for the artist out there. We have a painting event, a paint night with us. Um, That is at Art by the Glass on Tamiami Trail. And for anyone interested, you can go and reserve your easel at humane.org. It's $35 per person. Um, proceeds benefit the animals and programs of Suncoast Humane Society, and we are going to be painting the Florida Flamingo this oh, time. Oh, cool. We, d- uh, we did this in August, and we- they actually designed a custom painting for us that we painted, which we'll probably revisit um, in the near future, but this time we allowed our supporters to go on and vote, and so okay. they went through about four or five different paintings and voted, and Florida Flamingo won, so Excellent. there are tickets yeah. available for that right now, and that's December 2nd. Cool. Then we have on December 11th at Alligator Bay Distillery, which is in Punta Gorda, we have a gold photo shoot. And uh, this is a great, fun event. Um, If you're looking to get professional photos of your pet done Mm -hmm. just in time for Christmas or for gift giving or just that time of year, us, you know, me, I have two children. I have their school photos up on the wall. I have many friends that it's their fur babies that are up on the wall. So is, is there something wrong with that? See, this no, not like, no, not at all. I, we do not judge. We <laughs> never judge. We never <laughs> judge. Uh, not at all. But uh, what we're going to be doing there, and you can obviously reserve your photo session at humane.org there as well, or a goldphoto.com. Um, it is Andrew or Adam Goldberg, who is a local um, animal activist as well as local photographer. Um, is going around. He does professional photo shoots right there. You um, book your session with your pet. You get five digital photos for free that you can use any way that you want. And uh, that session and any additional prints that you order, 50% of that will come back to the uh, Alice nice. Suncoast Humane like Society. That. So that's December 11th. And you get to have a photo shoot and you get some great taste testing over at Alligator Bay Distillery, which is yeah. a new distillery out there. <laughs> so if you like your rum, you can come and visit for that as well. Um, but that's a great event coming up on December 11th. And then we have our annual tennis ball which is coming up in january and that's an annual gala for us at the boca grand club nice they organize for us there and that's one of our big events every year so tickets are available for that as well cool excellent well we're so glad that you guys took the time to stop by and talk with us today we really appreciate it oh we were so happy to be here and feel free uh to come back again and hopefully hunter 
will have found his forever home by then, and we'll have another pop oh, band. Oh, he already found it. <laughs> That's it. He found yeah, it. Right. No, oh, I think it was oh, Drew. Drew was on Facebook. It was Drew. Awkward. He was going to find a home, so don't worry. Oh, he's a, cu- he's a cutie, people. Yeah. He is a cutie. Yeah. But wow. no, we'd love to come back anytime. We can always bring yep. any of our great pets down to visit. And Excellent. Anything that um, gets them out there and gets the public aware that our animals are there mm-hmm. and looking for their home. Mm-hmm. 100%. And the good work you do. And we thank you guys for everything you do for the fur babies out there. Oh, that is, I think, and I can speak for Hori, I think, when I say it's our pleasure. Yeah. Excellent. So thank day. you guys. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you. So um, now, Joseph, we have a couple of things that we would like to talk about. Let's uh, just review um, a, a few things about choosing a, a pet from a shelter. Uh, we have actually have this timed perfectly. I'm just going to scooch over a little here. Yeah. We have this timed perfectly because there was an article in the You guys are welcome to stay and take your time. Go, you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, stay. Yeah, stay. We found this article, local article, about guidelines for choosing a pooch at a shelter, and I think this is so timely and uh, good information. So, you know, as we had discussed, you, this is the time of year when perhaps some little pets might um, think, some people might think that pet giving is a good idea, but you, as Eva said, you have to make sure that everybody's on board, and Joseph said the same thing. This is not a good idea for no, a surprise. So what you want to do, as they do at the Humane Society, is really figure out what kind of dog you want and what your lifestyle is. Because you don't want a super hyper dog. If your look, if your lifestyle is one of a couch potato, perhaps it's not fair to the dog. It is not fair to the dog, and unfortunately, as as um, so many people have seen in the past, if they choose the wrong dog, you don't want the dog to end up back in the um, in the system, as they say. You know, you want the dog to find the forever home one time, and that's it. So. Um, that's a very important uh, a very important uh, factor to consider. Now, when you go to select the dog, refrain from uh, being uh, kind of anxious and hyped up because the environment is kind of noisy there. A lot of yeah. dogs barking and everything. So you want to make sure that you are centered. And you don't want to go like when you have a car salesman that's so happy to sell you a car because you're so into this new vehicle that you're not paying attention to the contract, you're not paying attention to the payments, and you just want that car. And it's the same thing with going for the little fur baby. Take your time. Make sure you did a little research ahead of time of the type of dog you're kind of looking for, the breed, and have a little, do a little, 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 ed, you know, a little education to yourself prior to doing that. Right. And like Robin said, you're going to have to try to, you know, it's going to be a, in a, a very, you know, noisy environment. It's, it's going to be, you know, a lot of things going on, dogs running back and forth, but don't get infatuated with just one dog and, you know, and grab them to go home, even though right. we'd like to, to get take rid, them you know, take them all. But because what we want to do, you want to adopt that dog and you want that dog to stay with your family and to stay with you and not have to end up coming back to the adoption agency again. Right. Now, um, they also said to make sure that you can spend some time with the dog outside of the shelter. Like, take him out for a little walk. You know, take him outside. See if he has any dominance issues or aggression issues. Just, just, just let the audience know on the radio what Drew just wrote here, which was excellent. 
It'll be with you for years. The pet will and, be with you for and years. And he said, well, choosing, choosing, choosing the pet is not like choosing the Christmas present before. So you change. want to make sure it smells good inside. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what we mean. Yes, I do. That's a very good point, Drew. So, um, you know, you want to make sure that you do take the time and invest and that's right. the time. I got to give him one more thing. It's like it's it's like finding it and he or she finding you. That's right. Which is really important too. That's like the I, I hate to quote a bumper sticker, but it's true. Who rescued who? Who rescued who? Yeah. You know, it is. And important. you know, it breaks my heart. This poor little doggy walking out of here. But I know this dog's going to get adopted because he is a really fine, disciplined yes. dog. He's yes. just a young little puppy doing puppy things. He's only four months old. And he's, look how well-mannered he is at four months, yeah, four months year old, four he, months years old. Four, four, four months. Potato, potato. Yeah, whatever. This is a, if you guys saw us reaching behind us on Facebook Live, we had him up here. We were petting him. Uh, and thank you for everybody for, for hanging with us. This was our first Facebook yeah, Live that we've ever done. Ever in the history of history. Comics. And hopefully we'll get a lot more listeners than what we have in here now. <laughs> Not that we don't like our pal Drew. <laughs> But no, we he, had a few in and out. Yeah, we do. We we appreciate. Well, you know what it is too. It's it's the time of day. It's a time of day. But that's that's it, a, but a different topic. But anyway, um, so um, so um, we're running. So we're out, um, we're, we're so um, we're out. Of, we're out of time. So um, Joseph, tell us what did you learn from pets today? Wow. Go go with that. Go with the rest of the... And okay. I'll come back to that. If you love pets and you want to help us continue supporting them, like the TPPC TV page on Facebook. I've learned today that our local adoption humane societies are pause up top, top yeah. notch number one. Yeah. Super volunteers. Really. Super volunteers, super people, giving their all, yep. just like WKDW, 97.5 FM. Yep. Passionate people, bringing a product to the listeners for their enjoyment to bring a product back to the station to help the station keep going by through donations. Right. You know, and the same thing with them. They're trying to take care of these pets, and the only thing they have to, t- to take care of them is the donations they get from our listeners and people out there. Yep. That's what I learned today. Yep. Well, that was heavy. Yeah, well, sometimes I'm serious. So, for Robin and myself, Joseph Everett, thanks for spending some time with us and discovering Pets Teach Us So Much. Tune in the same time next week for more fun and mayhem. Be kind to your pets. And this is WKDW 97.5 FM, Northport Real Community Radio with Pets Teach Us So Much. And until next week... Woofy, woo.